Stop the nonsense. Let's get horny. Nice one. I, I wrote it down. Nice one. Oliver said that earlier in the night. And as soon as he said it, I said, that's the title of the episode. And here we are. Welcome to the even worse idea of all time, episode 46. We decided that we'd try to get horny <laughs> at some point in the movie <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a treat. Yeah. Um, so... Sort of a collective horny sesh. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we ended up getting that horny. Well, I don't think out. I did. Nah. Did you? No, nah. nah, really, really not right now. Like, the bottom half of my sort of, I can't feel, <laughs> I can't feel my, my vitals, um, which is fine. I know they're there. Um, it's, uh, I think I missed my moment. I think I was sort of delaying it because I didn't feel that, I felt it was a bit early on. I felt it was, I wasn't ready per se to be quite so horny and I think I missed the moment and I really I really like to apologize to all the boys. Can I just say um that if if you the listener can't feel anything on the lower half of your body then maybe do get that checked out medically speaking because that's that's usually not a good sign. My horniest moment was in the sex scene. Oh yeah, yeah, nice one. Cuz I thought that's you know that's something that's, a, that's actually probably where I was horny as too. So Oliver was a bit horny. <laughs> Okay, no, it's fine. I just, I just like to to know, ideally in advance, but um, just so we can be aware of anything happening. Put down next some time, sheeting. Next time before the sex scene, I'll say, fair warning, could get horny. I don't think so because I think you'll you'll build it up too much and then you won't be horny again. And mm. I think I think it's very um, predictable and passe of you, Jamie, <laughs> uh, being horny in the sex scene. I think um, go Look. watch a porno, mate. That's so <laughs> old school, you know. I like to get horny in the on the offbeat. Uh, I'm sort of free jazz with my horniness. Nothing uh, wrong on with the a bus, bit of mainstream yeah. pop when it comes to getting horny. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's po- it's it's popular for a reason. Uh, s- sex and horniness, you know, a, a, a beautiful bridal couple. But but um, look, the movie in 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 many ways is still going as we watch. <laughs> um, the main way that it's still going <laughs> it's is that screen. it's on the screen. <laughs> Um, which is really, I don't know, I like it this week. I think it's real cool. I think it's been so long since we last watched it. I was shocked. Uh, some fans of the program reached out and said, where's my episode, baby? And I said, surely we did one a couple of weeks ago. I know we're a bit lazy. It's been so freaking long, so effing long. Uh, and I don't really care, but I, I miss the movie. And this I, is beautiful to watch. I don't miss the movie, but it didn't feel too bad watching it yeah. tonight. Like, this is good. Like, how do you feel now? Not funny, obviously. Yeah. I feel kind of sleepy bad. in a nice way. I've got brandy. Yeah. Uh, I've got a different drink, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Something. I made a little cocktail for him. Oliver's quite that little cocktail waitress. Uh, Alistair doesn't have a mic, and we sort of just. All oh, right. We, we sort of just let that, let that go. That's right. It, I, it mostly I picks, naturally project pretty yeah, yeah. well, so it mostly picks it up like that. Um, he'll just say it'll just sound layered. I'll give the mic to Alistair for a bit. Uh, here you go. Treat them well. Thanks. We hey, do often Alistair. hear the microphone around between us, and that seems to work more yeah, or less pretty well. I think it prevents us talking over each other too much la, as well. La, 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 la. Real wise guy. Alistair, now that you're on mic, mm-hmm. what I want... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we like to joke here? <laughs> Sometimes. But seriously. Yeah, don't worry about fine, it, Oliver. Oliver's sort of just pointing at... Um, Diagrams, screen—you know—the the, the laptop recording. But behind the screens here, just drawing back that curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Look, my shining light yeah. was... Um, it was actually the sex scene. Mm. Um, and that's mm. only partially because of how horny it was. Um, I did... I think it was this, this one particular shot of... Uh, the cum shot, if you will. <laughs> I, I won't. There is one it's of all those. the same to you. <laughs> there is one of those, yep. Or at least, I mean, we've got to assume that, right? Like, it's not explicit, but it's pretty seems, clear what's seems going like on. It, that's the implication. Um, it's very much the kind of, um, I don't know, like in old movies when they when they just cut to, like, scenes of trains going through tunnels <laughs> and then, like, champagne corks going off. Yeah, It's yeah, basically yeah. that, yeah. but for the modern day. Except anyway. for the champagne cork is Bella's face. <laughs> yeah. And the champagne no, she's surrounded with is golden yeah. ejaculate. So the scene the scene is uh so there's no kind of crass misunderstanding. The scene is that um you know she's looking pretty chuffed and then there's like a kind <laughs> of a golden dust mm. that kind of blows like comes out of her head and kind of is like Yeah. And it's crazy. like um yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's it's what happens when you're having a really, really nice time. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. some golden dust falls out of your head. Hasn't happened to me. No? So, well, uh, there you go. Clearly never experienced um, a real orgasm. True. My um, shining light. I haven't actually oh. said my shining light oh, was yet. Was the sex scene? Was well, it? no, it was more specifically oh. um, how incredibly well-defined Rob Patterson's jawline is. Ah, yes. Um, a bloody force of nature. Anyway, yeah, sorry, you go on. No, 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 no. no. I mean, that's, that's it. Always glad to talk about his jaw. Good one, Rob. Cut on a wheel of cheese with that. Did My shining light oh, yeah. is when Carlisle says so enchanting regarding immortal children. <sighs> oh, you fucking Pretty legend. freaky if you ask me. You want another? Fuck yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Oliver is playing bartender. Uh, yeah, look, Carlisle refers to immortal children as pretty enchanting. A line I'd not noticed before, and I thought, hmm, some dodgy material from Kara, perhaps. Don't know. I feel like enchanting doesn't really have much of a sexual connotation. Oh, it does to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my number what one What do you pick, feel about my the movie Enchanted? Uh, Enchanted, I, I actually called my horniest movie of 2007. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Ask me what uh, my horniest movies of other years are. Okay, 2008. Oh, probably Enchanted. Nineteen <laughs> ninety-seven. Uh, Enchanted wasn't out then. Actually, I'd probably go Toy Story. Okay. Yeah. Nice one. Uh, Nineteen twenty-seven. Oh, Wings. Metropolis. I yeah, nice one. That's gonna be mine. <laughs> Wings won Best Picture in nineteen twenty-seven. First, Metropolis. first film to ever win Best Picture. Thank first you. First Best Picture to ever, to ever exist. Uh, Oliver, what was your shining light? Possibly was, a bad time to ask yeah, you across the other side of the room. Couldn't be worse, really. Yeah. Since, uh, <laughs> since Oliver is only now making his way back towards us. Look, I'm all about drink free, firmly in hand. Free dress. And here he is. Here he is. Um, I love when. Who is it? Not Alistair. Garrett um, goes like. I think it's Garrett. <laughs> so the Irish guy says. Uh, Nobody does a rebellion like the Irish. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then Garrett goes Hey Like like like, like Fonzie. Uh, points a finger gun at him. And he does it like pretty good. Uh, he I feel like I may have used that as a shining light before. He whacks now. a jukebox and it I don't starts think working so. again. Jamie, does oh. has that been done before? What, I, what, I mean, you, look, what you've said isn't an actual it. moment from the film. He does, can't he? He doesn't say. He, doesn't say, he goes, hey. Yatsies! <laughs> zip, zip, zooey! <laughs> Again, I feel like that's strongly implied. 
you're off your rocket. The scene lasted three seconds longer than it said. I was just, I was just trying to. What does he? What does he actually say? He says, "Hello, ding dong." I don't even have any recollection of that. He just does a little like like you got it like it's like zinger i'm trying to i was just trying to verbalize a moment that's very visual right right, right, so that our pure pure and good listeners can sort of visualize that he doesn't say nice lighting in that scene it's really nice it's a really nice scene the the fire um it's the best best scene vibe wise it's Mm. like fuck i've had those lovely nights you go out with the bonfire that that visceral sort of smell of the wood smoke you don't mind if it's all over your clothes yeah and it's like it's also the only scene where I kind of don't hate all the characters. It's mm. like it feels, it's the only time when I feel anything good towards them. It feels like a genuinely earned moment of sort of light and shade, like a, a calm between the storm. A lot of these are like, fucking, why are you ambling around? But in this one, it's like, okay, this pre-battle, like, like that's very, oh, like a ooh, camaraderie moment. Mm. Um, it's very, I don't know, I feel like that's in a lot of the books I read, like, as a as a sort of teen. It's like a very fantasy, like, you know, it's... Oh, yeah, no, it's it's like, it's a it's a familiar story beat, but it's, it's a well-deployed one. It absolutely think, yeah. reeks of Del Toro Quest oh. and stale piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I thought Emily Rodder was dead the other day. I think I said it on an earlier podcast. She's not dead. And it's not her real name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which devastated me when I found that. What's the real name? I think that's why I thought she was dead, because a lot of women Andy. are dead. Um, a lot of women are dead in history, and it could she could be any one of them. But apparently she's one of the ones living today. Um, what's, what's that, Jamie? I'm Goog- I'm, what's her real name? I'm Googling her real name. It's Emily Rudder. Jennifer Rowe. That was close enough. She has 73, <laughs> though, Zeno. Keep an eye on her. I know, but you, you say that. You know, there'll be people in their twenties who are dead before her. It's like no, no, no. Let's stop assuming old people are going to die. They are, but like we don't know. The I, thought, I thought I know, the, I know, but I it's thought like it was the rules that the young you, you don't die. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's like I don't know. You don't know, write like, someone off. She might. She she might win the Nobel Peace Prize. Like Oliver, you're the youngest of us, so you'll die last. I don't. I'm the oldest, so I'll die first. Alistair, one, yeah. El- Alistair will die last. Jamie, you're still first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I've made peace with it. Uh, you're probably not. You're you're too sensible, you know. Mm. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, disease. Yeah, yeah, it would be a disease with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think a car. What what gets Alistair? It's a Tesla. It's one of the, the oh. first self-driving Tesla that's going to take you out. <laughs> Alistair, I imagine people on the internet will memorialise you as giving your life for science. <laughs> Nice. I don't know. I imagine an accident with Alistair, but like not young. Oh, look, I feel like I, I don't know. I could die. Like there are, I mean, you will, sorry, I had to break you. You will die. No, I don't uh, know. I might not. I, I'm trying not to. I think it's good to, to, to not give in to that. You I know? don't want to take like, anything for granted. It hasn't happened to me yet anyway. But like, you know, there are lots of times when I kind of... You, well, fell, enough, over, you fell over a big chain once. Oh, enough times when I've had... Like, oh boy, that that could have done me in. I know. Yeah. I feel like sooner or later, one of those cars is going to hit me. <laughs> but probably the moment you've come closest to death in your life is something you haven't even noticed. Like it's some um, unremarkable thing where you, you didn't go to a certain place or whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, you've pr- you know these situations. Yeah. The more spectacular near-death experiences might actually, you know, they steal all the glory. That's true. 
I don't know if there are have been any. I mean, like, I, I guess you know, whom can really say? But I've never like, you know, not got on board a flight that later crashed or whatever. Like, I, I've, ne- oh, I've yeah. never. I don't know. There's been. There's been no point that I've had that thought that oh, if I'd yeah, if I went there. But I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, yeah, if I was. I guess standing in the middle of the street at a certain time, I would have been hit by a bus or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, but I'm thinking of more subtle stuff. We don't, even, well, you wouldn't even know because yeah. You, you, well, like what? Uh, well, <laughs> like if you leave this house and you could have left half an hour later, and you would have stepped on something. No, you know, there's no one else steps on it later, so there's no way of knowing. You don't see it on the news. Yeah. But like, if you were there earlier, because there's a loose, it would have been a bit wetter, and I would have slipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just stuff. It's stuff you can't know about. There's no way. Yeah, so it's no, like, that's a good point. But I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like that's such a far removed hypothetical. You know? Do you remember at school? Um, no. Well, no, I say this because um, Jamie and I I'm, went to the same I'm school. A, I'm and I remember. Alistair was sometimes hanging around. Um, Mostly asleep. And like, we watched a documentary in Year Ten Development about near death experiences. Yeah. I really like I that. that. I really like because I know they were trying to do it to a re- religiously indoctrinate us, but <laughs> that's the way I'd love to be. Re- I'd sort of love to have a r- real, like a moment where you, yeah, like in the you've, hospital, you've seen your body or whatever. Where you're real hopped up on drugs and you like yeah. see yourself about because then you can be like, I've had that experience. I can have I can become a born again Christian that's an option or I can continue as normal or I can think it's some different sort of spiritual event that's like you know it opens up your world yeah, in yeah. a way that more hypothetical things Nuts. can't I think you need to I think I want to have like a coma you coma know. seems so fascinating to me yeah yeah because I have freaky dreams but they're not enough to be like I devote myself to Christ. Just the, um, like, I don't know, the notion, and, 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 you know, many coma patients will sort of corroborate that they actually sometimes can hear, can hear. Yeah, fucking hell. So then it's like, well, what's going on? I think, yeah, I think comas for me are very, very glamorized by the hit BBC show Life on Mars. Like, I think they're probably quite, <laughs> oh, fucking when people like wake up like 16 years later. That's crazy. Jesus Christ! Well, so presumably, when you're in a coma, right? Are you do, are you pooping yourself and stuff? Um, they have bedpans, right? Or right. like catheter? Catheter? Yeah, I was wondering. Like, would you be? Yeah, all, I think you'd, you'd, up? you'd be eating less solids, so it wouldn't happen That's as often. Yeah, yeah, and they can remove it sort of as a, as a more liquid process. But then certainly the processes still have to happen. But I think. I think you know the, the hospital staff are very prepared for that. Uh, oh, you know, or, or they're not going to be like, "Oh, you've, you've bloody done a poos." <laughs> well, I'm not cleaning that up. I guess they might on their first day, but like, I don't know. Yeah, lots of poos, lots of poos in hospitals. Uh, look, mm. I, I don't want to be in a coma, but it is pretty fascinating. I yeah, I, on. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. Seems like it could be pretty detrimental to your yeah, health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the general consensus is that it's not good for you per se. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna, you know, not gonna. Nah, I wouldn't want to see a new health want, like, anytime a... soon. Called coma, mm. unlikely, mm. according to my own understanding of the science. <laughs> the movie's over now, which is quite good. Oh, it's always my favourite part of the movie. Mm. Love watching these, uh, you know, the, the faces, the faces we've come to know throughout the film and, and throughout other films in the franchise. Uh, a lovely sort of retrospective uh, tribute here to. Uh, all five films in this incredible, incredible saga, <laughs> the Twilight Saga. Uh, you know, many faces come and go. We've had different directors. 
uh, on board these films. But um, at the end of the day, you can you can sort of look at this and you can think, wow, what a cohesive. Uh, it's sort of like a tapestry, really, isn't it? Yeah, I've always sort of said it. This the Twilight Saga is like a tapestry. Jimmy is always saying that. Uh, often inappropriate moments. And you know these characters—they weave in and out. Peter Fitch and Elio recently saw on on YouTube. I was notified about Adam Carolla, who's a comedian that was big in the '90s and is like a pretty far right nut job nowadays uh-huh. and Peter Facinelli was going on a show and I thought Jesus Christ not Peter no. so I watched it and Peter to be fair did he call him out no he's I think he was quite surprised by like the the by, by Carolla's attempts to like switch things into conspiracy theory uh-huh. and he was he was very I feel like maybe they met you know a few years ago and Peter seemed like a real upstanding guy oh, that's and good. it's like this is real dicey territory it's uh, so easy to say the wrong thing because everyone around you is a fucking nightmare but Peter impressed me and I, and I thought I'm quite happy to hear that yeah yeah it was like it was like what the fuck have I wandered into and conducted himself like a Ooh. an absolute gentleman because I feel like if you told me that Peter um, Faginelli I think had- it yeah, oh, no, are you talking about how yeah. Breaking Dawn Part Two is leaving Netflix? Yeah, yeah, we talked, yeah, yeah, yeah. talked about that before you arrived. Oh, no, we've got we've got backup. Yeah, sure. We've got Blu-rays by the gallon. Um, we've liquefied the Blu-rays. They sell gallon yeah. <laughs> What's that, Jamie? I don't. I don't even know. I think I was just going to say it wouldn't surprise me if Peter Facinelli had sort of spiraled into nah. conspiracy theories. So uh, nice to hear that he's. You yeah, know, he seems like a broadly, like mildly out of touch sort of LA person who's who's yeah. a, a good sort. I think I, I was I was impressed. It could have gone. It could have. Yeah, Peter, nice. Peter That's good. if you're listening, good on you. you can come on our show. Yeah, man, go do we get on cameo, brother? Come on for free. We'd love it if you came on for free. Yeah, we really need you to come on for free. Yeah. Come on for free, Peter, because. We've tried to pay people two dollars on cameo, and they have turned us the fuck down. Could not believe it. Alistair's birthday was absolutely ruined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I cried. It, yeah, it was pretty horrible to watch. Actually, sort of a guttural mm. cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animalistic, some said. And we tried. Which we you know we tried. We reached out to this Australian yeah. skateboarder on cameo, and we we threw threw him our two dollars, and we said, you know, give us a message, would you please? And he said, no, no. No, this seems like this me. seems like in fact silly buggers. He, he didn't say anything. Uh, I just got a sort of a. Oh, a, he emailed a, me personally, but that was about <laughs> other <laughs> stuff. It was it was real angry in general, but it was uh, just okay. dumb. Um, look, I, I think I would like to say mm. that um, he is in the attic, getting up, up to, to no good. Alistair the vampire. Alistair is a vampire in the film. He's curmudgeonly. Make Jamie do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's on to us. You yeah. can't. It worked. Trying to fob it off to old Jimbo. Oh, here's how I wasn't doing it. Now look, Alistair's a, a grumpy up, vampire. We don't need to down that. I just okay. wanted to. He's a grumpy vampire. He arrives at the Cullen household. He's he, he's uh, you know begrudging. He's not a people person. He's not a people person, and he's quite frankly pretty fucking rude. He's taking the hospitality offered by the Cullens. He's throwing it in their face. He's saying, "Fuck you! I don't want to be here." Um, but the sort of his his. Uh, I didn't ask to be born. Well, yeah. What he says before he exudes the scene, he says, "I'll be in the attic." And we like to sort of ponder what's he doing in the attic. And I think 
He is weaving a great tapestry. Ooh. Uh, he began it years and years and years ago Ooh. when he was sort of a bit more um, amicable with the Cullens. A bit less sort of... I don't even fucking oh, know. Yeah. Uh, and so he started this tapestry. He was staying with them. And at the time he was in the attic because... Uh, you know, there was no room in the inn, and he said, "Oh, we'll go in the attic. It's fine. You know, it's, just, it's homely. I'll, I'll happily go in the attic. I just appreciate your hospitality, Carlisle, and letting you stay here, letting me stay here. Sorry, uh, at all. It really uh, warms me inside. I'm very appreciative, very grateful, very grateful of your friendship, grateful of you, of you as a person, as a mentor. I'm your mentee." Uh, and while I'm up there, I'm going to start on a bloody great tapestry as, as a thank you. And Carlisle said, we've actually got you know, a reasonable amount of sort of art pieces around the house already. And he said, no, 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 no I'll, I'll do this tapestry. Um, but then look, he got sidetracked. You know, these, these creative endeavours that you, you launch yourself into sometimes. When he got really into cutting out little paper dolls with a giant pair of scissors he That's true, actually. Yeah, that giant pair of scissors that you see in the house is from his, from his paper doll days. And his arts and crafts, period. You know, during his paper paper doll days, all he was living on was milk and capsicum. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, baby. Now you Kept know going on about how witches were going to steal the <laughs> He started this tapestry, got sidetracked, uh, and years years later, you know, his relationship with with Carlisle has, has soured. Uh, but he's come, he, he's come back. Was um, it over the arts and crafts? No, Carlisle said some sort of dodgy things. Oh, um, no. Problematic things. About the immortal children? About immortal children, about a range of things. Sort of has a dodgy stance on Israel versus Palestine. And so, <laughs> what stance is that? I don't, like, I don't want to <laughs> Wait, get into it. This is, the, this, is what, this is what ruined the friendship of Carlisle and Alistair. Well, I, just want to I know don't want to go what, into it. Yeah, like that sounds like you know something we should know about. Look... All I'll say is that Carlisle said he was all for the death of the Palestinians oh, at no. the hands of uh, Iran, and and um, it didn't didn't sit well with Alistair. And he thought, you know what, I'm going to sort of distance myself. Fair enough. But he's come back now. Now he's back. You know, like it or not, he's bloody back. Mm, and he like thought, it. while I'm here, I might as well finish this fucking tapestry. I like it. He's back, baby. Yeah. So, Jamie, I'd love to hear your own thoughts on the Israel-Palestine conflict. Well, we, we haven't got time for that. <laughs> uh, that makes it sound like I have controversial takes. I don't. Uh, <laughs> just to make it quite clear. No, that's all right. I'm just, just trying to bait Jamie here. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah. He's a good guy. He's only ever said some stuff that I could ever construe as being wildly offensive to everyone. Oh, nice. What stuff's that? I I don't remember. I'm sure I've got screenshots somewhere of you saying something dodgy. Probably. Uh, Who hasn't said something dodgy in their time? Do you ever think about all those little babies? All the oh yeah. All the oh, no. All the all the sperms that could oh, have yeah. could have gone into your mother's womb instead of you. <laughs> there were so yeah. fucking many. Like the the stats on that. So fucking many of those little cunts. Yeah, yeah. How did you win the race? Well, I was no. just kind of taking it for granted that I was the best. But what? But I think it was, there's a lot of luck involved. Mm. I think you happened to be closest. I thought you thought, oh Christ! I thought they were faster, more athletic sperms no, on their so. way, and you thought, oh, this looks like a a a, a, a free lunch, a government handout, uh, <laughs> and you bloody you bloody took it. Sort of a tortoise and hare situation for me. 
slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the other spermers got sort of burnt out, and I just sort of <laughs> rolled on through at the end. <laughs> In style. And I think Absolutely. about them, and I think, fuck, one of them could have been a bloody legend. I think prob. I just want to be better that than half of them. Was. Of them. Yeah, 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 surely. No, thank you. But I just want to be better than half of them. Yeah. I want to be in the top. Sort I mean, of 50. you are you are the winner. So it's- but that isn't winning is not necessarily moral imperative to right. You know, I I, I want to make them proud because they didn't make it, Jamie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. They I know they were. It's- not necessarily healthy to um pers- uh, what was the word humanize your sperms no, this much it's kind of like sometimes not, I, not mine sometimes well, i think about it fathers when i come not for the purpose of impregnating <laughs> someone don't humanize your father's sperm you do me when uh, sometimes i think about when you know when when one come or when i comes uh you know and spell it upon the grassy ground. Yeah, and I'm not doing it with the with the intention yeah. of making a child. And I'm sort of thinking about those little sperm swimming around. And you know, for for those guys, they so were thinking. Else is thinking about they were thinking. This is <laughs> and the- that's our savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Crying. Yeah. I wasn't coming from that. But I don't. You know. I don't think but we like, should consider them life. race day, and then they end up sort of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, not swimming around in circles. <laughs> yeah. You know what's going on in their little brains. You know, they don't even get to find themselves on a, on a buxom chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think this week Aro was reading um, f- 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 reading a, <laughs> a Single Man by Christopher Isherwood. I've read that. Oh, so no. we all have, which is quite nice. Yeah, because bo- it bonds us. It bonds I imagine us. the amount of books we've all read, three of us, is probably less than 100. Wait, I'd say, so. yeah. I think it would be quite hard to make a list because I think some things would slip through the crack. But um, sure. that's what Goodreads is for. Request? Yes, but not. No, all, but not. So that's yeah. Not, that's, not all. That's eight. Eight. Well, he said he hasn't read all of them. You little bitch. Sorry. Have you, Jamie? You should read um, <laughs> the Memorial, which is another Christopher Isherwood book. I just read it. It's really oh, good. Yeah. I've read a book called Memorial, not by Christopher is Isherwood. By. Uh, I don't know, but I gave it five stars on Goodreads. Yo! Wow. Do you ever give one star on Goodreads? No, I haven't. The lowest I've given is three. What would it take to give you make you? And, give I th- and three's not a bad rating. Calm yeah, down. I, I, what would it make to give me a one? To give it a one? Two. Two. If you've never done that. Uh, I don't know if I if I thought it was bad. Yeah, but the things I've given three. Some of the things I've given three, I've really liked, but I just. I, mean, I feel like the thing is, I tend not to read bad books because yeah, yeah mostly that, thing, I, yeah, I know yeah, mostly, yeah. but, but surely I kind of stop immediately. But surely you don't have the. You've never come across one that you... I don't know. I, I struggle with stopping. Yeah, the ones that... Mm. The ones Unless that are, they're massive. I need to sort of finish it. Yeah. The I ones think... That, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, the ones I've read recently that I've, like, weren't as good as I've thought were still sort of okay enough to me to not give them two. I don't know. I, I haven't read, like, a... Mm. In, in recent memory, while I've been rating books on Goodreads, I haven't read anything that I've considered bad enough to give to I think I've definitely read books in retrospect that I would probably give a pretty low yeah. star rating to I think when I was younger I read a lot more broadly and a lot less discerningly mm. and um, the Eastbourne Library had a lot of crime fiction so I read a lot of that and mm. it's not a genre I think highly of um, but like Eastbourne Library yeah a lot of crime fiction you're a crime guy I wasn't. Are you a crime guy? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't like reading about it. Just buildings didn't burn themselves. Oh, well, 
no, they so seldom do. That's why someone's, someone's got to step up to the plate. Um, but like, I mean, these days, if I started, I don't know. Well, firstly, there's so many good books to read. I know. I mostly read good books. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I know, and it's something. Sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you stumble across one. And you're like, okay. well, okay, okay. What was the book you read recently that you didn't like? A Doctor Who one. Yeah, but that's a bad example because I already knew it would be bad because <laughs> I've seen <laughs> the story and I thought this will probably be bad. But sometimes the books are better. Yeah, but is there a there movie was, you've read that's taken yeah, the best Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently, like there was one. Like, oh, well, you know. I, I guess I was less discerning because I picked it up at like a uh, paid five dollars and take as many books as you want. Oh, yeah. And I had real dodgy takes on climate change and the sort of plot fell apart towards the end. But it was broadly promising and I thought, oh, the first hundred pages were enough that I was, I'll finish this. And it was bad. Mm. And I don't want to say the name because it's a New Zealand sort of book. But um, can you, I like t- can you tell us off in Wellington. I was like, the this luminaries. is promising. No. <laughs> All of us coming in with hot takes. <laughs> No. Um, Take down the literary establishment. So I, I put it in my recycling bag mm. because I didn't want it on my shelf. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, but there are books that I just don't... I, I didn't like um, Crash by J.G. Bellard. I liked High Rise. So I thought I'll try Crash because people are loving Crash. It's too sexy. <laughs> Everyone's getting horny about car crashes. Oh, and it's like, it's fucking crash, hell. They made a movie of Crash. Yeah. And then that one best picture and everyone was fucking And it's it. like, yeah. I understand that this is your obsession. fucks a woman who's... Oh, it's weird. Have you seen it? <laughs> um, I, the book was I could could not too horny, eh? Couldn't stick it. That's a hell of a ta- it's a hell. Of, uh, yeah, it's, well, especially coming from you, a no- a notably horny guy. I did read I read a really really awful book somewhat recently because it was the only thing in I was I was I was out for a, a tramp and we were in a hut and the only book in the hut was this sort of weird. Um, it was kind of a, a, a cross between a love letter to 80s capitalism yes, and please. and um, some sort of kind of very weird sexual, uh, <laughs> like kind of but very like uh, psychosexual erotica. Um, I I don't remember. Was something it satirical? Was it from no, the 80s? No, I it don't from the think 80s? so. Or was it? I think so, yeah. Right. Like it was pretty old, but it was just all these like business tycoons roaming around being incredibly sexist and getting applauded for. Like the main character was a woman, but she was, I don't know, it was, it was, it was, it was atrocious there was no, there was and no offensive. Sort of satire to it. it was, no, not at all. I mean, like in the first scene, some kind of uh, dowdy, angry lesbian comes up and yells at them, and then this oh. woman character stands up and is like, well, actually. I'm a woman and I'm in this corporation, wow. so they can't be evil. Hashtag girl boss. And then, I don't know, it only gets worse from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're and I read that because it was the only thing available. Yeah. And it was kind of weirdly compelling. I, I think... Well, yeah, I just think... In, yeah, I think in general it's easier to, to create a bubble books-wise... Um, yeah. I feel like TV you can stumble across stuff more in a few different perspectives and be like oh, this is bad with books it's more of a commitment it's more of a you've probably bought it or why are you looking at it so it's you, it's easier like, which is good because there's shit to avoid and it's like you've life's only so short but I don't know sometimes it's quite nice to be like okay this is bad and this is why yeah uh, yeah I think it's good to know when you don't like things, for sure. Mm. But generally, I mean, and this is just my approach to reading books, is that, you know, there's always a a backlog, as it were. Like, there's always, like, a long list of books that people have recommended and Mm. say, oh, this is really good. Mm. And, you know, a lot of them are 
pretty pretty good. Like <laughs> by and large, I don't know. There's enough good books out there that you can just get by reading only mm. really good books because yeah. there are just so many of them. Read books, everyone. Books are great. But there's so yeah. We're a book pro book podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get kids, kids we, keep reading. We're gonna transcribe this podcast and turn it into a book. Let's do it. It's gonna be real rude. We're gonna do it. A, um, erotic novelization, and did then we'll you, read that. Did you know and make that a podcast Alistair's a published poet? Hell yeah, Hello, man. I know it. I I'm know sorry. It. Is this? Is this? Is everyone should read out Alistair's poem? It's about. It's about the podcast. We're in there. Yeah, mm, sort of. It's about Jamie and Oliver. Where, where can they read it, Alistair? They can read it. Um, it's not online. On the no, is it? It is, it is yeah. online. Yeah, I know I've seen it online, but I didn't know if that was. It's good. online. If you Google Alice Armstrong poem, it will probably come up. If you Google Alice Armstrong poem, um, context is everything. Uh, it was a long time ago. No, look, I don't think. I, I think I'm on there for mainly reviews from theatre things in the past. Oh yeah, nice. Um, nice. One of them just. It's quite. It's quite bad because the review only uses my name to talk about like this moment where I reenact an orgasm. And they don't pass judgment on the scene. They just say that I do cums. <laughs> and it's like, oh, do, do you think they were good cums or bad cums? <laughs> don't just talk about my cums. But, um, yeah, great review. Check it out. Ja- Jamie, what, Jamie's what, online what as we well. What do find if you Google you? Uh, you Google yourself? I have done it before, but not in recent memory. I think it's probably... Um, but usually just like your social media accounts go oh actually something my prob- facebook's not findable on google probably just what? some um <laughs> pump pub- you just public change the work setting. blogs and stuff i've done for university i've never googled you jamie okay mm. well feel free i have with the addendum rule 34 <laughs> <laughs> it's all uh, self-published material on there hey look thanks for listening hey i know we Welcome uh, back we don't we don't come around we as often you. as we should we're big on the internet now yeah we're fucking huge deals all right yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm actually friends with jeffrey bezos <laughs> no he's going to space so. yeah. yeah he's taking me oh cool he said want to do a potty up in space and oh, i said yeah, where's he going in space just out is he going to a planet? Uh, I think he's just going out. Station? He's going out not just sure. to see what it's like. Just to have a look around. I want him to go out and then come back down and go, yeah, not for me. <laughs> I'd like him to, to, to come back down and, and kind of allude to all the horrifying things he saw in space, like space aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen space aliens. Oh, well, space you got it. Otherwise, it's They'll unclear. They'll get you. Yeah, exactly. You don't give them the, you. If you don't give them the proper damn respect. There's one thing I've learned. It's that they will get you. Bye. Bye. Times when you feel it kicking in that sun.